0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, as well as the hash rate hits a historic 527 exahashes per second, a new lifetime peak. Let's go. Now, major news just in. In Argentina, contracts can be settled in Bitcoin. That's right. Here's what this means. According to Samson Mao, Javier Malay has legalized the use of all foreign currencies in Argentina. Argentina, including Bitcoin. Not every country has to make Bitcoin legal tender. Each country will have their own unique path. All roads lead to Bitcoin. Preach. We're also going to be discussing more breaking news. The U.S. court approves the forfeiture of 69,000 BTC in the Silk Road case, as well as Bitcoin ETF issuers pushed three Bitcoin ETF ads in the past 48 hours. Game theory in full effect. We'll also be discussing the latest from the Giga Chad, Michael Saylor, sharing two catalysts which will trigger a major Bitcoin bull run in 2024. Also, breaking news Max Kaiser slams Bitcoin ETFs as As a bait and switch and made a big announcement this morning, quoting Max, good news, we're looking into a Bitcoin ETF to list here in El Salvador that will allow Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out. This will be a unique product in the world. All 13 Bitcoin ETFs waiting for a listing in the US are cash in, cash out, just fiat versions of Bitcoin. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. (laughs) Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's cryptonewsalerts.net. Today is pod episode number 1498. I'm your host, JV, and today is December 21st, 2023. We're only four days away from Christmas three days away from Christmas Eve. Only roughly two weeks away from potentially the approval of a Bitcoin ETF and only four months away from the 2024 Bitcoin halving. So make some noise. Let me know if you're pretty ecstatic for that. Let's kick off today's show with our market watch as we do each and every day. You should be able to see Coin360 on your screen. We got Bitcoin pulling back a little, but maintaining above 43,600. We have Ether up 1.3% trading above 2200 Solana is one of the top gainers, now trading at $92, up almost 15% on the daily. AVAX has been crushing as well, up another 6% on the day, while Cardano, BNB, and XRP are also in the green and pumping. And they say, when in doubt, Zoom out. Let's check out the monthly. Bitcoin's still up 16%. We've had a hell of a run this year, probably up close to 170%. We have Ether up 10%. We have XRP up less than 1%. BNB up 6%. Solana up 64%. Cardano up 61%. AVAX up a whopping 118%. For Christ's sake, talk about alt season. Sounds like it's already here. Now checking out CoinMarketCap.com. The crypto market cap is sitting at 1.64 trillion, with 68 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance is taking a step back at 51.9%. Ether dominance climbing some. Yesterday we were as low as 16%. Today at 16.3%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Near is up 24%. Polkadot 19%. And Axlar up 16%. Below that, we have Solana, Optimism, and Flow. Now, I'm curious, which altcoins are you mostly bullish on for this bull run? Let me know. And shout out to T-Double. Welcome to the Hollow gang. I appreciate the subscription to the channel. Much love, much respect. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective on the daily. Virtually everything pumping in in the green big gains, baby. Polkadot, 19%. AXL, 19%. Near, 25%. Soul, 16%. Algo, 11%. OP, 13% pretty big. And zooming out on the monthly, major gainers. We got Bonk going bonkers <laughs> up 345%. HNT, 266%. INJ, 170%. Osmo, 135%. Celestia 129%. Sats, 353%. Ordy 147%. Say, 127%. BTT, 135%. Good freaking Lord. Everything's killing it. Even Luna Classic is up 109% on the monthly. So talk about an alt season. We have Wu up 94%. Shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan, though there is no relation to the Wu Network, just saying. And checking out the Crypto Greed Infer Index. We're currently rated a 70 in greed. Yesterday a 74, last week a 72, and uh, last month a 71 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How many of you are bullish? Where do you think December is likely to take us as far as a price peak action for the month? Let me know. But without further ado, let's kick it off with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely. to go next, shall we? Here we go. Bitcoin circle 44,000 into the December 21st Wall Street Open. As analysis said, the Bitcoin price correction was necessary. That's right. We're just building back to break through. 48,000 marks the Bitcoin price topside resistance. Data from Cointelegraph and TradingView confirmed the Bitcoin trading beyond its previous one week range. The breakout occurred the day prior with Bitcoin reaching highs of 44,300 before a little reversal, still up over 6% week to date. Bitcoin gave some market participants pause for thought, although a correction seems necessary. The Bitcoin chart continues to look very strong on all of the timeframes. That's right. Bitcoin is forming an ascending triangle with another retest for the upper resistance line, sitting at roughly 44,000, which is what we have been struggling to stay on top of for the past 24 hours even though we keep touching it. Like many others, we got Stock Money Lizards focused its attention on the upcoming decision from the U.S., SEC for the Bitcoin spot ETF due by January 10th, a few weeks out. Quoting him here, it is likely the Bitcoin will continue to pump and break the upper trend line until an ETF decision is made. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. The announcement itself, even if positive, could nonetheless turn out to be a buy the rumor, sell the news event, the analysts warned. Now, quoting him again, as we finally approach the launch, we need to point out that it is likely the actual demand for the spot Bitcoin ETF at the start will shortfall some market expectations. According to trading firm QCP Capital, they also shared this sets up a classic sell the news scenario in the second week of January. For this reason, we expect topside resistance for Bitcoin in the 45 to 48,500 region. Send it. And a possible retracement to 36 levels before the uptrend resumes. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment as forecasted alongside this chart. Now, the mid to late 30,000 remains a popular area in terms of where potential retracement. I could take place in the market. The chart looks heated up and a correction would be good. A drop below 40,000 can liquidate some leveraged long positions and lead to a retracement of 38, according to stock money lizards. Arguments in favor of this scenario would be the rally that needs correction, year-end sales, and reduced trading activity due to the holidays. Now, Mr. Crypto shares many Bitcoin short liquidations are accumulating on the upside once more, right on. And while the update called the scenario less likely than others, market data shows, traders poorly positioned, even for the latest push, above 44,000. So stack those biddies, fam, while you still can. And according to statistics resource, Coinglass, December 20th, liquidated over 100 million in crypto short positions. Shame on you for (laughs) shorting the king crypto during a time like this. The most in two weeks, Bitcoin short liquidations totaled $38.5 million dollars. So there you have it, my fam. Let me know your thoughts surrounding this analysis. But anyways, family, let's discuss the latest with the Bitcoin hash rate, which hit yet another all-time high. And then breaking news with what's going on with Javier Malay, the new president of Argentina, with adoption of Bitcoin, which is also major news. But let's start here with the hash rate hitting a historic lifetime peak, baby, baby. Wednesday, December 20th, Bitcoin's total hash rate soared to a new record, as reported by Luxor's Hash Rate Index. Seven-day, uh, simple moving out. Average, the hash rate currently stands at 527 exahashes per second, surpassing half a zeta hash per second, which translates to 527 quintillion hashes every second. Let that sink in. Over the last 90 days, the average hash rate hovered around 462 exahashes per second, with the most recent 2000 blocks showing an average of 406, or so, sorry, 496.8 exahashes per second. You can see the chart here for the weekly hash rate hitting new all-time highs. Now, Luxor's data revealed that the three-day SMA saw the hash rate peak at 539 next hashes per second yesterday on Wednesday, with block times currently ranging between eight minutes and 47 seconds to nine minutes and 31 seconds. The processing is faster than the standard 10-minute average. This increase in hash rate is contributing to the shorter block intervals and is likely to lead to a rise in mining difficulty, with projections indicating a 3.11 or 5.2% increase. next adjustment in Bitcoin difficulty is set for December 23rd in two days, which would be Saturday on episode number 1500. Bring it. At present, about 49 mining pools are contributing to the Bitcoin chain with Foundry USA leading over the past three days, overtaking Ant Pool. Foundry USA now boasts 164 exahashes hashes per second, accounting for 31.7 per six, of the total hash. Meanwhile, Ant previously the leader of the hash rate now holds 126 as hashes per second, or 24.46% of the total. Combined, these two pools command over 56.22% of the Bitcoin total hash rate as of December 20th yesterday. This December, Bitcoin miners have already surpassed the previous records and fee earnings for the year, and in November, Bitcoin transaction fees brought in a record 142 million for the miners. But December has already seen them collect a significant 202 million, and moreover, this month the total earnings from block subsidies and transfer fees reached uh, 953 million. That's because right now the uh, the fees on the blockchain are higher than ever. High priority transaction fees remain over 15 bucks, and there are currently over 300,000 unconfirmed transactions awaiting to be processed by miners. So to clear the existing mempool backlog, the total of 359 blocks, are required. Now for the big news. And again, you can see the hash rate chart here looking lit like a mofo. But here's the big news. In Argentina, contracts can now be settled in Bitcoin. Here's the official tweet from Samson Mao. Here's what it says. Javier Malay has legalized the use of all foreign currencies in Argentina, including Bitcoin. Not every country has to make a Bitcoin a legal tender. Every country will have their own unique path, but all roads lead to BTC. Let's go, Argentina. This is... Massive news just breaking. So here is the latest. We have Diana Mondino, the Minister of Foreign Affairs and International Trade and Worship of Argentina, who claimed that a decree legalizing the use of certain currencies and contracts and for payments would apply to Bitcoin. Let's freaking go. In a brand new post today, Modino said that a decree seemingly aimed at economic reform and deregulation would allow the use of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies in the country under certain conditions. The basis for the Construction of the Argentine economy decree passed on December 20th, just yesterday. And it did not specifically mention crypto, but included provisions that debtors had the choice to pay in currencies not recognized as a legal tender in Argentina. Quoting her here, we ratify and confirm that in Argentina contracts, they can be settled in Bitcoin. So there you have it coming directly from her. And now clearly this is all in Spanish and I actually have a video prepared as well. I'm gonna be doing a react session to uh, later on Rumble of actually Javier Malay making this announcement. We used AI to translate it from Espanol to English. So make sure to pay attention when we do that on the JV reacts on Rumble after the stream ends on YouTube, just FYI. Now, according to Mondino, the decree would also allow for settling contracts using liters of milk or steers. Other provisions within the decree give individuals the freedom to choose the type of currency used, largely referring to foreign currencies, but not explicitly denying cryptocurrency. Quitting her again, the parties have the liberty to specify the amounts and the type of currency used for the bond or security deposit, as well as the method for its reimbursement upon the lease's conclusion, said the Article 1196 of the decree. Now, Argentine President Javier Malay appointed Mondino as the foreign minister following his election victory against the finance minister Sergio Massa. Many in the space saw Malay's win as a positive sign for crypto adoption in Argentina, and it looks like he's starting to deliver. Malay came into power amid the pressing inflation across the country. The economic decree followed his first national address, uh, detailing measures and addresses some of Argentina's economic concerns. The president tweeted, long live frickin' freedom in reference to. To his passage, he also announced putting an end to the central bank in Argentina, which you got to respect him for that. He got balls and I love it. The Argentine president once referred to Bitcoin as a movement towards the return of money to its original creator, the private sector. And since taking office, he has not publicly spoken yet on digital assets. So there you have it, family. Let me know your thoughts surrounding this. And here is the actual decree. He basically repealed forced legal tender and legalized currency competition. Definitely a great sign as Bitcoin game theory continues around the world in full frickin' effect. So there you have it. Let me know your thoughts surrounding this breaking news for Argentina. Anyways, fam, we still got a lot to cover. It's getting lit in here. I appreciate y'all. Now let's discuss what's happening with silk road sixty-nine thousand bitcoin and yes Feliz navidad merry christmas happy hanukkah and uh happy kwanzaa all at the same time this season you gotta love it so here's the latest of what's going on with the silk road case just breaking news just in the u.s appeals court has concluded the legal process to officially confiscate sixty-nine thousand three hundred seventy btc and other crypto from the defunct dark web marketplace Silk Road. According to a December 20th court filing yesterday, the U.S. District Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit affirmed the transfer of the Bitcoin to the federal control. Interesting. This action follows a prior ruling that declared the government's claim to the digital assets associated with the Silk Road illicit. Operations. The seized Bitcoin assets also include Bitcoin Gold, which was a fork off the Bitcoin network, which I remember, I think that was back in 2017. We also have Satoshi Vision, which was another fork, and of course, Bitcoin Cash, which was a fork, in addition to the true king, BTC. The US court issued the initial judgment on Silk Road's Bitcoin in August. It followed the US Department of Justice 2020 seizure and subsequent motion for official forfeiture of the crypto. At the time, the value of the seized Bitcoin exceeded $1 $1 billion. Now, the initial 2020 complaint laid out that the U.S. government had gained possession of the crypto, which a person known as Individual X had surrendered. This individual had hacked into Silk Road and taken control of its funds. Now, as shared on previous identif- uh, I- identities, Of the Silk Road hacker, James Zhang, Zhang, now 32, was sentenced to a year in federal prison in April. And on July 12th, the crypto wallet linked to the U.S. Department of Justice conducted several transactions, moving roughly 98% hundred Bitcoin valued at approximately $300 million, all connected to Silk Road. Crypto analysts closely track the movements of the funds as market participants frequently speculate about the possible impact any large sale by the U.S. government can have on the Bitcoin price action. Now, Ross Albright, sentenced to life prison, established and ran the Silk Road from 2011 to 2013, a platform notorious for selling drugs and weapons. The FBI closed the site after Albright's arrest in late 2013. And now in 2022, Albright agreed to utilize $3 billion worth of stolen Bitcoin to settle his debt with the U.S. government. And additionally, he waived his claim to 69,470 BTC. So reading between the lines, it sounds like the U.S. government now has access to that 69,000 Bitcoin. What do you think they're likely to do with it? let me know. Do you think they'll keep that somehow on their balance sheet? Do you think they'll have an auction kind of like they did with Tim Draper back in 2014, where he bought a mass amount of Bitcoin? Let me know how you feel that will likely impact the crypto market. But anyways, we still got a lot to cover. We discussed the Silk Road 69,000 confiscated BTC and that the government is holding on to here in the US. Now let's discuss and look, stocking stuffers fam. Bitcoin ETF ad commercials are getting lit. We saw three of them from major asset managers in the past 48 hours. Shout out to Wisdom. I appreciate you subbing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. Let me know if you guys actually watch the ETF commercials. Now, Spot Bitcoin, Exchange Traded Fund. Issuers have fired two new sal- salvos in the brewing crypto marketing war, rolling out a total of three crypto ads in the past two days. Bitwise rolled the first Bitcoin ETF advertisement, December 18th, featuring actor Jonathan Goldsmith, known for his most interesting man in the world character from an advertising campaign with that beer company. And days later, December 20th, Hashtag, uh, you can see that ad here, published its crypto advertisement featuring a dumper truck with the caption, "Stocks aren't crypto." Now, personally. I'm not a big fan of the Hashtags ad, but I think the Bitwise ad was very well done in my opinion. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Also, I got to point out that Hashtags didn't use the word Bitcoin, they replaced the word Bitcoin with crypto, which I found interesting. Whereas Bitwise, they're just going directly looking for the Bitcoin folk because they're not using the word crypto, just straight Bitcoin. So let me know if you noticed that. So Bitwise responded with another short ad featuring Goldsmith uh, yesterday, December 20th. This was the second one. Thought you would like to know, Satoshi sends his regards. Like I said, I feel these particular ads from Bitwise are classy. I dig it. And they have a... Dude that everyone recognizes, this 85-year-old man that looks like Peter Schiff. In fact, he looks better than Peter Schiff, and he's 85 years old. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that? Let me know if you saw that, because Satoshi sends his regards, you know what I mean? However, the consensus from response across social media was that Bitwise's advertising campaign came out on top. I agree with that. I feel it was way superior and they put more time and energy into it. Notably, the branding push from the two asset managers shows the outsized deal of confidence in the financial product that has yet to receive regulatory approval, but we know it's right round corner. Now, analysts peg the odds of the SEC approving one or all the 13 pending spot Bitcoin ETFs at 90% by January 10th. That's according to the top ETF Bloomberg analysts in the world, James Safart and Eric Balchunas. Let me know if you agree with that. I'm going to switch up my thoughts or stance. I think we get 70% chance of approval by January 10th. 30% chance it gets pushed back and they continue kicking the can down the road just because I don't trust no hair, aka no Claire Gare, chair of the SEC. Boy, are your thoughts, fam. December 20th, Bitcoin pioneer and Jan 3 CEO, Samson Mao, commented on the significance of the marketing campaigns for the Bitcoin ETFs. Mao explained that companies vying for a spot Bitcoin ETF are all in competition with one another for investors, inflows, and assets under management, which is how they go to war, right? They're fighting for the market share, the same customer base, and adding that their primary weapons are branding. This battle for the Bitcoin orange glow is going to heat up like you can't imagine. Think Jonathan Goldsmith is interesting. Wait until BlackRock makes the ad with Novak and I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name, saying Bitcoin is for winners or Fidelity's Super Bowl ad with Michael Saylor saying there is no second best. Personally, I think that ad would be lit. You need to get JV on the BlackRock ad talking about there is no second best. So I'll do a better job than Saylor. I know I'm talking my ish right now, but... I digress. (laughs) Anyways, fam, let me know what you thought regarding these commercials. Did you get to see them? Do you think they're gonna launch another one today? Maybe every day leading up to the launch of the ETF, we're gonna get a brand new commercial, you know what I mean? And how many of you actually caught one live on TV through whatever broadcasting, you know what I mean, is going on out there? Let me know, I'm curious. In fact, here's some advice from Michael Saylor real quick. Then take all your time, figure out how to borrow more money to buy more Bitcoin. Then take all your time and figure out what you can sell to buy Bitcoin. And if you absolutely love the thing that you're that you don't want to sell it. Go on, Michael. I'm listening. Go mortgage your house and buy Bitcoin with it. And if you've got a business that you love because your family works for the business that's in your family for 37 years and you can't bear to sell it, Hmm. mortgage it, finance it and convert the proceeds into the hardest money on earth, which is Bitcoin. There you have it, Michael Saylor spoken. But anyways, here's the latest from Michael Saylor. He's been making the rounds on television, you know, speaking about the ETFs and the bullishness in the market, the co-founder and executive chairman, and also the very first person to put Bitcoin on the balance sheet of a publicly traded company believes that two catalysts will catapult Bitcoin to a relatively higher price next year you damn straight. Saylor says in the new Bloomberg interview, which we did do a react session to a couple of days ago on Rumble, just FYI, that the approval of the spot Bitcoin ETF will spur demand for Bitcoin sparking a bull run in 2024, quoting the GigaChad here. I think you can't really underestimate the significance of the spot ETFs. It is not unreasonable to suggest that this may be the biggest development on Wall Street in 30 freaking years. So congratulations to my entire Bitcoin fam that got the front run wall. Street. Well done, family. So this is very eagerly anticipated. But most of the money in the Bitcoin market right now is the HODLers and their traditional crypto investors. Mainstream investors, mainstream retail, mainstream institutions have not had a high bandwidth compliant channel to invest in this asset class until the spot ETFs. So I think in January, the approval of the spot ETFs is going to be a major catalyst. It is going to definitely drive the demand shock. Send it. Now, Saylor goes on to say that the Bitcoin has having event will be another catalyst the bull run. The halving event will occur April 2024, four months away, and see the rewards of the Bitcoin miners cut in half, quitting him again from the interview. The approval of the spot Bitcoin ETS will be followed in April with a supply shock because there are about 900 Bitcoin a day available for sale by natural sellers, the miners. And that number is going to be cut to 450 Bitcoin per day in April. So it is a pretty big deal. And to watch this entire interview he did on Bloomberg entitled Bitcoin will go on a bull run in 2024, check the show notes below the video in the description. And what are your thoughts surrounding this prediction? I mean, it's a given. We know the two biggest catalysts clearly. ETF is the biggest event to occur in Wall Street in over 30 years. And then we have the Bitcoin halving, which occurs every four years. Now, something interesting, every Bitcoin hodler who has been holding on to their biddies for the past four years or longer is in the freaking green. Meaning the only way to lose in Bitcoin is if you sell when it's down, meaning you don't have the patience to hodl. That's why we celebrate our huddle gang. That's the name of the game. That's one of the 10 Bitcoin commandments in the Old Testament. Thou shalt huddle, thou shalt never sell their biddies, and thou shalt dollar cost average. What am I missing? <laughs> Let me know. Without further ado, here's the latest from the high priest, Max Kaiser, discussing an ETF bait and switch for Bitcoin. Here's the latest from Max Kaiser. Check it out. Let me make sure you guys can see the screen here. Let me know. As the article reads in the headline, Max Kaiser slams Bitcoin ETFs as a bait and switch. Here's a tweet he shared yesterday, which was pretty alarming. And I shared that on yesterday's pod. In 40 years of finance, I've never seen such coordination and cooperation by so many financial institutions working hand in glove with the regulators and politicians, as I'm seeing with the coming wave of Bitcoin ETFs. I think we may be in for an unwelcome surprise. Red alert. Red alert. He also added some clarity. Seems like all these Bitcoin ETFs have agreed to cash in, cash out. Investors will track the price, but have no claim on the actual BTC, a fiat money version of Bitcoin. Simultaneously, Washington is apparently looking to ban self-custody hmm, don't let them do that. We know Senator Warren is looking to do that, right? If this is true, it's exceptional due to the size of the highly coordinated bait and switch by Wall Street and Washington. He's ultimately saying, I don't trust these mofos. I've been an insider at Wall Street and they're up to something. And I think Max is right. The best way to beat this is to move to Bitcoin country, El Salvador. And that was on the back of this news uh, shared by Swan Media just in. Firms are anticipating a decision from the SEC on Bitcoin spot ETFs shortly after January 8th, with the deadline being January 10th. They are optimistic about the approval, but with a caveat. Unlike the typical ETFs, the Bitcoin spot ETF would require shares to be purchased exclusively with cash. This requirement stems from the SEC's concerns about ETS potentially being used for money laundering, as if the US dollar and fiat currency isn't used every freaking day for money laundering, as if JP Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon and his firm didn't have to pay $38 billion in fines over the years for things like money laundering. Just saying. If you want to talk about illicit activity, let's keep it real. A detailed report on this development is expected soon. So there you have it. No Claire Gare. We don't trust this mofo. Let me know your thoughts on what he shares about right there. Max also recently tweeted this morning. uh, Check it out. Good news. We're looking into a Bitcoin ETF to list here in El Salvador that will allow Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out. This will be a unique product in the world. All 13 Bitcoin ETFs waiting for the listing in the U.S. are cash in, cash out. Just fiat versions, a Bitcoin, So very insightful. We'll see what the latest development is on this and make sure you're following Max on X. He also recently tweeted, the implied hash adjusted price for Bitcoin is $330,000 per coin, meaning the current hash rate is implying that the Bitcoin price should be $330,000. He also commonly talks about how the, uh, basically the price of Bitcoin is a lag, Uh, to the hash rate. So it's lagging behind. So once we catch up to where we should be, we should be at 330,000 per Bitcoin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this sentiment. Now, Let's see what else he has shared just recently. The incentive model for Bitcoin includes true altruism, not the fake effective altruism that Sam Scam Bankman Freed was preaching. So I want to clarify that as well. Now, altruism, if you're not familiar with it, it means ultimately doing the right thing for humanity because it's the right thing to do with no ulterior motive. So that's true altruism, FYI. No other economic model or school does this. This is what the Austrians, Libertarians, and anarcho-capitalists, miss uh, Keynesians socialists communists and modern money theorists are not even in the ball game they talk about fairness but their methodology always results in guaranteed failure and despotism so there you have it let me know if you agree or disagree with that now also there was recent news I dropped the bombshell here on the channel as soon as I heard it from Max Qatar's sovereign wealth fund is considering investing 500 billion which is a half a trillion into Bitcoin, let's freaking go. The nation of Qatar, very wealthy there in the Middle East. He also shared some very uh, powerful tweets here off the back of the news of the world's largest oil company, Saudi. um, uh, Aramco, partnering with Japanese finance giant SBI Holdings to explore investing in digital assets. Translation, he says, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia and Qatar about to drop a trillion dollars into Bitcoin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. And how do you feel that would likely impact the price action? He also wrote this uh, back December 3rd, the God candle is a $100,000 uptick in Bitcoin. It's in play. It will shift the global access of wealth and power in a single tick. And uh, he continued, I have one word for you. $100,000 Bitcoin. God candle fans, send it. Qatar, let's freaking go. The rumors are getting very loud on this. Their sovereign wealth fund is rumored to be looking to buy a half a trillion worth of Bitcoin. And he even shared some photos between the president or Amir of Qatar meeting with Bukele. I think that was back in September uh, this year. Now he shared an update. To add clarity, my sources said, Bitcoin makes our one half trillion dollar sovereign wealth fund effectively worthless. We should just convert all of it into Bitcoin. Now, what if they were to do that? We have mass nation state adoption. We're on the cusp of right now, Argentina, Suriname, you know what I mean? There's places like Mexico, Brazil, a lot of candidates for adoption of Bitcoin in the upcoming year. And on top of that, we have the sovereign wealth funds. We have the Bitcoin game theory. We have the ETFs, all the asset managers, all racing to get their position. So it couldn't be more bullish right now. But now let's dive deeper into this article. Max Kaiser slams Bitcoin ETF as a bait and switch. Here is the latest. The pending approval of the Bitcoin ETFs by the US SEC has been enthusiastically awaited by the crypto industry, with many expecting these regulated vehicles to propel the prices higher and confer greater mainstream credibility. However, the Bitcoin OG, Max Kaiser claims a coordinated bait and switch is brewing. Behind the scenes, let me know if you agree with the high priest. Now, Kaiser's suspicions over the bait and switch stem from the observing of the unusual coordination and cooperation between legacy money managers and regulators to push the Bitcoin ETFs through. Again, quoting him here. In 40 years of finance, I have never seen such coordination and cooperation by so many financial institutions working hand in glove with the regulators and politicians, as I'm seeing with the coming wave of Bitcoin ETFs. I think we may be in for an unwelcome surprise. And while that may not have triggered the alarm bells, Kaiser later issued that the recent application amendments that agree to cash settlement terms. Specifically, Kaiser stated the cash settlement means that ETF investors have no claim on actual Bitcoin, essentially making the ETF products a fiat version of Bitcoin. Definitely not a good look. Now, tying the dots together, uh, Kaiser highlights the simultaneous bid to ban self-custody and the timely forfeiture of over 69,000 Bitcoin from the Silk Road prosecution to the U.S. government, further roused his suspicions of the ETF foul play, quoting him here, if this is true, it is exceptional due to the size of the highly coordinated bait and switch by Wall Street. Washington. And that's coming directly from the high priest himself. Max concerns his voice uh, echoing larger ongoing debates with Bitcoin circles that several other prominent figures have previously raised. So this could it be the Trojan horse? What are your thoughts, fam? Recently, the heightened anticipation of Bitcoin ETF approvals, particularly as expectations of price appreciation take hold, has overshadowed early warnings from prominent community figures. Back in November, the co-founder of Arthur, uh, BitMEX, Arthur Hayes, commented that the Bitcoin ETFs could be heralded in a situation that might not actually be like in the end. Hayes raised concerns that the Bitcoin ETF products have massive controlling influence, which may not align with the retail investors to agents of the state, such as BlackRock and Fidelity. Now you got to remember, BlackRock and Fidelity, just because they're embracing Bitcoin and looking to make some money off these biddies, doesn't mean they're forces of good in the world. Just like a government doesn't necessarily make it good or bad. It's the person behind the gun, right? Let that sink in. Quoting him here, if we need certain types of upgrades to enhance the privacy, enhance the encryption, to make it sure it maintains this rock-solid, cryptographically hard monetary asset, those interests are not aligned with the trade-fi status institutions. And I think he makes a great point on that, right? Let me know your thoughts. Now, similarly, we have Peter McCormick, who echoed Hayes' comments by saying the centralization risks presented by Bitcoin ETFs will be good for the price, but overall, bad for Bitcoin. So let me know if you agree or disagree with the high priest, Max Kaiser regarding this bait and switch. Do you think overall they're looking to take advantage of Bitcoin and screw over the investors or do you think they're going to be doing the right thing? Let me know your thoughts. And what are your thoughts surrounding Max Kaiser announcing the good news, looking into a Bitcoin ETF to list here in El Salvador. So congratulations to all those out there. This will allow Bitcoin in and out. This will be a unique product in the world. All 13 Bitcoin ETFs for the listing in the U.S. or cash in, cash out, just fiat versions of Bitcoin. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let's get this mofo lit. 43.8 incoming, over 718 people on the stream. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.